Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. So if this isn't way back Wednesday, what do we call this, Danny? Well, it is, but this is just Todd Davis's requested walk-up song, so I wanted to make sure I play that for him. This is pretty good. This is a good one. It was a good pick by him, for sure. This is a baller pick of a song to have as your walk-up. It is. I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm the man. Justin Adams over here. I love it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I can speak to my man Todd Davis, baby. Let's go. Hey, Todd Davis, of course, is uh, brought to you by the uh, the Davis Fund. We're going to have him on here in just a minute. If you want to join the conversation here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason with Justin Adams filling in for Eric Goodman, he's at Justin Adams TV from CBS4. I, of course, am uh, at Mace Denver on Twitter. want to also tell you about the Cook Insurance Group. If you're looking to work with a great insurance guy, you need to go with Eric Cook and his team at Farmers Insurance. Whether it's commercial, auto, home, or life, he's the best, and he's quick to return calls and emails even on his days off so eric cook is always working for you eric and his staff at cook insurance have over 70 years of experience they know the right questions to ask to get you in the right policy so call the cook insurance group and eric cook at 303-790-8089 that's 790-8089 don't forget that area code 303 time now for the buzz The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. We're going to have Todd Davis on here in just a moment. He's uh, getting into a position where he can actually take the call Mm -hmm. because he's a a busy guy. He's a busy man. He's a busy guy. He's a family guy, too. That's right. Yeah. That's what what happens when you have babies. (laughs) you got to find a place where... (laughs) <laughs> when you don't hear crying in the background. I get it, man. <laughs> I understand it. How old is your little one now? Two and a half. Great oh. story, by the way, with Todd Davis. Yes. Ask, so Tell me. Just a preview. Ask Todd Davis about the name of my son, how that came to be. That's all I got to say. You got to ask him. Okay. I'll let you ask there's the a, There's a story there. There's a story behind that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is actually really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So two and a half years old, so you're basically, it's full chase mode at this point oh, at the Adams house. Dude, it is... It's weird because one moment you're like, this guy actually could speak the English language. And it's like, wait a minute. He actually understands me. It's just weird how like kids just mature more and more you every day. You can't get away with anything at that point. Not man. at all, It's man. done. Not it's, at all. It's done. Uh, Todd Davis now joining us, former Broncos linebacker, of course. And he's part of the uh, the, the Davis Fund as, as well. And Todd, uh, Justin Adams was saying that, he, that there's a story with you two and the name of Justin's child. Please tell us. Yeah, so um, we were just talking about children, and I know uh, my son, my son's name is East, so I told him um, he should do the same. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. So we were in the locker room. We're talking, and I'm like, man, and, you know, going over names and whatnot. And so, you know, my wife already had names. And so I was like, well, Todd, what, you know, kind of what should I do? And Todd was like, yo, I got a Todd Davis Jr., Justin Adams Jr. never sounded too bad. Why don't you go with that? So I was like, all right. Now, I had to convince my wife six days in order to make that happen, but we got the job done. That's how it worked. 
<laughs> now, do you call him Justin or you call him Junior? Or you call uh, him- no, we, we go by his middle name, Alexander. Ma- Mama oh. Bear won that battle right there. So okay. it's okay. I'll, I'll take the first and last name <laughs> and the government name, but we call him Alexander for short. <laughs> uh, so Todd Davis, former Broncos linebacker, joining us, of course, brought to you by the uh, the Davis Fund. And uh, Todd, Todd, Broncos absolutely killed it coming out of the bye on on Sunday. Kind of your the first things that jumped out to you, especially – on the defensive side, where the Broncos, for the most part, really able to put the clamps on that Charger offense. Yeah, it just seemed like everybody was clicking. It felt like that bye week was kind of what the team needed to uh, get everybody that was young or that had just been brought over on the same page. Um, and it felt like from the jump, um, you could tell that, you know, they kind of had become a unit that had uh, came together uh, during the bye. So they looked a lot better. Um, and I think that the offense was actually doing uh, really well once again. I think that um, continuing to stick with the running game first um, is going to continue to pay off for the team you know, in the long run. In order to be successful against Kansas City, uh, what do you have to do? Obviously, we know about Patrick Mahomes. We know about all the different pieces they have, Tyreek Hill, and the names continue to go on. But you've been a part of a Bronco team that beat Kansas City, obviously with a different quarterback. And you've obviously been a part of this crazy 11-game losing streak. So what does this team need to do to put themselves in the best position to win on the road? Uh, So first and foremost, I would say they need to do whatever they can to keep the ball out of his hands. Um, and that would be, first off, uh, running the ball. Um, you know, we run the ball really well on offense, so we've got to continue to do that. That eats up time off the clock. Um, that doesn't give him an opportunity to uh, get going or stay in the rhythm if, the, if our offense is on the field for a majority of the game. I think that will be uh, great for the team to get a win if our offense can move the ball down the field by running it. Second, I feel like um, you have to be great on third downs. Um, you have to be able to get him off the field when you have an opportunity to do so. I know he's been able to extend drives on us on 38 and 39 and create big plays, but if you can get him off the field um, and kind of limit his time to touch the ball, that's always best. Justin Simmons was saying today that this was, without a doubt, the biggest game of his career. Of, his career. of course, Justin came in after Super Bowl 50, but uh, kind of from your perspective, Todd, do you think – this is the biggest game the Broncos have had since Super Bowl 50? I say it's a pretty big game. I think it's a huge game because um, it could have them uh, first in the AFC West, which the Broncos haven't been in, uh, I guess, quite a few years. So this is a big game for them. Um, you know, it could have playoff implications down the road. Um, definitely important um, in the standings in the AFC. So this is definitely, I think, one of the biggest games since um, us having that playoff run and going to Super Bowl 50. Yeah, take me inside playing at Arrowhead Stadium. And, you know, I, I was there um, in 2004, but it was in college where we played the Big 12 championship game against Oklahoma. But this is a whole different deal where you're taking on, um, you know, Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium, playing in December. What type of home field advantage do they have there? And why is it so difficult for the Broncos to be able to win there? Well, first of all, because. Every time you go into Kansas City, everybody talks about the barbecue. You got to get barbecue. So everybody gets barbecue. They're full. They eat ribs and, and brisket. So the next day, everybody's at least three or four pounds heavier. So we're moving a little bit slower out there. So they kind of trick you with that. Um, then it's, the stadium is just rocking. Um, you know, they, they get to banging that big old drum. Um, they usually have a celebrity guest that gets the crowd chanting and going. Um, but that stadium is really rocking and 
um, that's a that's a tough place to play because um, the crowd is so into it. Um, the fans are on your back. They're yelling. They're screaming. Um, so you got to keep focused and keep your mind in the game. Um, you can't let all the noise um, get to you. So this is interesting. So you guys would all did you guys have the barbecue brought to the hotel, or were you guys all going out for dinner on Saturday night to Gates or Jack Stack or Arthur Bryant's or whatever? Yeah, so everybody goes out to eat. You know, every, usually every away game, um, guys kind of get together um, mm-hmm. and then go out to eat as a team or, you know, groups groups of teammates. Um, but Kansas City, you always go get some barbecue before, but it's probably not the best thing. You should be eating all the barbecue and the bread. <laughs> um, <but it's, laughs> so that that's why I think that we move a little bit slower on Sunday when we play the uh, – when we go to play them there, they all head. But hopefully this this time the guys will get some chicken and rice and some vegetables and be ready to go. Got to put the brisket down. Put the brisket down, pick up the chicken, right? For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's one of the things that's kind of common to trips to Kansas City. But then, unfortunately, it's been uh, a recent run of, of defeats over the last uh, five trips to Kansas City. Now, some obviously not all of the Bronco players have been around for uh, for many of these losses, but even for guys that uh, that haven't experienced it, is is are these ele- this, this eleven game streak? Is this something that guys are going to talk about, and maybe even players who've been with the team for a while, they're going to give speeches about kind of what this series means and how things need to change? Yeah, I think that um, the biggest thing that guys will talk about um, in that locker room right now is that. Um, for the AFC right now, I think that the the Super Bowl kind of goes through Kansas City or has for the last two years. So that's what's on everybody's mind is um, if you want to make it to the Super Bowl, if you want to win the Super Bowl, if you want to make it to the playoffs, um, you got to go through Kansas City to do that right now. So I think that's the main speech that's going to be going on. And I know uh, Justin and Kareem and the vets in that locker room understand that um, to be a, a real player and a, and a great team this week, you got to beat the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs, they were really beatable earlier this year. I mean, teams were beating up on them. Chargers went there, was able to uh, win at Kansas City, lost to the Bills as well. You usually never see them lose games, but what has been the difference between how this team was earlier to where they are now? They won four in a row, five out of their last six. What has been the difference in the Kansas City Chiefs to the reason why they have put everything back together, it looks like? I think they kind of settled down. Um, I think um, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, um, but um, during the course of their losing streak, he was trying to do too much. Um, he was trying to be too spectacular and too miraculous. And I think he's gotten back to um, just playing his brand of football um, and just um, protecting the football a little bit better. And I think that's why they've been successful as of late. By the way, to go back to the barbecue thing, what is what is your favorite Kansas City barbecue? What place has the best barbecue? Oh, I think it is Jack Stacks. I think that was uh, my favorite every time I went out there. You can tell. I, I don't think I've went out there in a couple of years. You can tell I ate good before we went. <laughs> so that's the reason. Oh, now there we know. Is. We've really gotten to the bottom of this here. The Saturday night meals. I was really talking about myself the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Well, you know, MJ before, you know, obviously the flu game, he had a piece of pizza, you know, right? So he had that. And before you, you had Jack Stack. So it, it makes 100% sense of what happened with the Broncos, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell us uh, what's going on right now with the Davis Fund. Uh, so, there's a, 
uh, LLC that my wife and I mm-hmm. created. Um, we do for-profit and non-profit uh, real estate development here in Denver. Uh, we actually have a property that will be ready um, coming early next year. Um, we're excited about the things we get to do to help our community and help um, build houses for uh, people in transition or single mothers. Um, we feel like it's our job to give back to our community, and this is our way of doing it. So um, we love it. This is it's awesome what you're doing to give back, and especially housing, which is such an issue for so many people. Todd, it's great to see you and your and your wife doing something to really kind of help a, a housing crisis, frankly, in this market. Yeah, we want to give back. Um, I think um, the bigger we get, the more we want to include uh, more people, uh, help people with mental health, help our veterans. Um, so we're definitely going to expand uh, with the bigger we get. That's great to hear. Todd, as always, great having you on. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Last week, we'll talk to you uh, next Wednesday. Okay, sounds great. Take care. You too. There he goes. Todd Davis, former Broncos linebacker, also part of the Davis Fund, which is doing a lot to to make sure that uh, uh, housing becomes within reach for people who maybe can't quite uh, get there in this exploding uh, market right now. So it's really good to see Todd and his his wife giving back to the community. Coming up on the other side, we're going to get into a little more of the Broncos believe it or not because there's there's more and there's more beyond the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that the favorite to be the number 1 seed in the AFC is the New England Patriots? Mm. We'll get into that on the other side. Afternoon drive with Goodman and Mason. Justin Nams filling in for Goodman. I'm Andrew Mason, Mile High Sports Radio, milehighsports.com.